Welcome to Ad Chatter, the podcast from adpulp.com. Hello, friends and colleagues. David Byrne here in Austin, Texas, and we have our co-host of Ad Chatter, Dan Goldgeier in Seattle, Washington. Dan, how are you? Doing good. How are you, David? I'm excellent. Um, I'm worried about the smoke uh, on the West Coast. It looks scary on the television. It is scary, depending on where you are, but it's up and down the West Coast from here in Washington, Seattle, where I am. You can get whiffs of it, uh, but if you go further east, it's it's bad in eastern Washington. It's bad in Oregon. It's bad on the Oregon coast, and of course, it's terrible in California. Um, what about your sky? Is it orange? Because the Bay Area is... Not as dramatic as it was in the Bay Area. It, we've had some some funky looking sunsets for the last couple of nights, but not nearly as um, and not nearly as orange as as uh, the Bay Area. Well, it's chilly and rainy in Austin today, and uh, that's quite a relief. And <laughs> so it's welcome, and I'm sure you'd welcome that kind of weather on the West Coast. Yeah, uh, we are here to discuss advertising, ad chatter around the virtual water cooler which is uh these 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 zoom meetings that we're recording for posterity's sake and calling it a podcast so dan i want to start today on this thing called camp jack from jack morton jack morton has introduced or is about to introduce and you can find this at camp slash jack.com uh a training uh, six-week training program uh, really geared towards creatives and I want to ask you how important is it that that agencies and other entities are bringing this kind of thing forward right now well it's huge because you have the confluence of a number of things I mean we've talked about for years that agencies don't train their young creatives they expect them to hit the ground running and that's why ad schools, two-year ad schools, like the one I attended, the Creative Circus, and, and others like VCU and Miami ad school have always cropped up because they provide at least the framework for people to sort of work on their craft and get it to a level that makes it acceptable for folks. Um, but you're also seeing at the same time, you know, smaller versions of that, which is what this kind of sounds like to me, a six-week program. It sounds sounds really great. It's a very, I'm sure it's very intense. Uh, but like like the ad schools themselves, it is all dependent on the people that you collaborate with and the f- quality of the feedback that you get. Those both have to be in place for anyone to to rise. But you know, I'm glad that Jack Morton's doing it. I don't know much about their agency per se and whether they have the leadership and instructors to to make this uh, a great program. But I'm glad they're doing it. My guess is it's 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 probably going to be really valuable for all involved. Um, if you look at the Camp Jack uh, site, microsite, um, I can see in their week one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, creating the big idea they start with. So I love that they move on to week two, art and copy. So what what they're doing is really getting back to basics, and I really feel strongly that that's something that's been missing for a long time, and um, whoever is willing to step into this space, 
teach everyone the basics and remind everyone, people that work at Jack Morton and everyone else, what the basics are and why they're important. That's why I say it's good for everybody. I think there's a lot more room for this uh, from all angles. Um, now, you did mention it's about the value and knowledge of the teachers. And just because you're uh, really good at making ads doesn't mean you know how to share that information, does it? No, absolutely not. Um, you know, there, I, it kind of works both ways. I have uh, learned from instructors that weren't always the best creative superstars out there, but were very good teachers. And then uh, I've also uh, met, you know, great creatives who were terrible instructors. So kind of works both ways. Six weeks is a very intensive um, time frame to which you need to teach all of the things that they're teaching. So it's going to be an intensive uh, period. I hope, uh, I hope they succeed. I hope they do too. And, and the other thing that's worth mentioning is um, Camp Jack is free. Uh, so it, it doesn't, uh, cost uh, thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars or anything. And that's huge. It, that's, that's a great thing. Um, now, how do you qualify and how do you get into that? Uh, go to camp-jack.com camp and learn more. Uh, but great idea. I'd like to see more and more of this. And speaking of great ideas that I'd like to see more of, I'm going to move us on to our next topic, Dan. And I want to talk about Wyoming and South Dakota coming together to create a tourism campaign um, called uh, Black to Yellow, the, the Black Hills to Yellowstone. So I like, I like a regional approach to tourism. Tourism is obviously being clobbered right now during the pandemic. And so here we have two states collaborating, two, two small states that really probably could use some tourism uh, income. But before we dive too deep into that, the, there's, um, I want to also add to this that South Dakota uh, had the big bikers event, which was a, a big spreader event. Um, and they've got problems in the Dakotas of people not wearing masks and all this other stuff. So, so here we have these states appealing to us to come drive around and see all of our incredible sites. Um, and yet, by doing so, uh, that is possibly uh, not the greatest idea, depending on how willing people are to abide by common sense, scientific-based rules and measures. So that was a lot. What do you think about this <laughs> campaign, uh, well, going to the Black Hills and driving around and seeing sure. Yellowstone? Having worked on tourism accounts throughout my career, I say kudos to whoever was able to make two state tourism boards agree on anything. Um, boy, that's that's uh, a quite a quite a coup. Um, so you know, it makes a lot of sense for uh, con, you know conjoining states to get together and promote you know go from one end of the state to the other end of the state, go from the Black Hills to Yellowstone, or vice versa. As far as the COVID thing goes, we know that people have been taking to the road trips and all summer long to uh, at least get out of uh, get out of the cities. You know, find a vacation that they can actually um, do relatively safely. So I'm not convinced that there's going to be a big 
COVID spreading effect of getting people to go to South Dakota or Wyoming on their own or with their families. Uh, the Sturgis thing was uh, a separate kind of deal. So I'm, I mean, I'm, I applaud this kind of effort because I think our national parks and national beauty is um, often overlooked, uh, but this summer has become um, more popular than ever. So the two states can get together and promote, you know, their region. I think it's great. Mm -hmm. um, just a little more context. Uh, Darby and I are just back from Salida, Colorado and Santa Fe, New Mexico. And in both cases, everyone, really everyone was wearing a mask in the downtown area while they're outside walking around, not just going into stores. Um, same with Taos. Um, so part of that is, you know, these are small downtowns with, you know, a lot of people in them. So it's not just coming into a store. It's let's all wear our masks at all times. And <clears throat> that seemed to be happening. There was, you know, there were a few uh, dissenters and some of them were even vocal. Um, but it, it's, it just seems so clear. It's like, can we abide by these measures and continue to enjoy what we can of like you said our natural beauty in parks um so so it's encouraging to see firsthand that that uh you know a, a place like downtown santa fe everyone's got a mask on yeah absolutely let's move on to the next piece of our segment today which is a commercial that was made by the Richards Group in Dallas for the National Restaurant Association. The end of the commercial it says your table is ready and those are all sounds from food being prepared and plated and served and these are the sounds that we've been missing because we've been stuck at home um, so it's a it's a visual and audio feast this commercial and it uh, has a lot of uh, appetite appeal wouldn't you say yeah, absolutely. I mean, this great sound design throughout, and I'm not sure we just did it justice, but uh, hopefully it'll be aired on television where people can hear it in all its glory and see it in all its glory because of a lot of eye candy and a lot of audio candy and makes the point, you know, this is what people love about dining out. They love the experience. They love the smells and the sights. It, uh, so, and, and, and the sounds, and so they brought it to life. I, I really like this. And it's, again, an industry in need. Uh, tourism is an industry in need. And, and dining 
is an industry in need. A lot of our favorite restaurants may not make it through the pandemic. Um, so the pandemic is, is literally killing us, Americans and people all over the world. And it's killing our businesses as well. Some of our favorite businesses, one of the major concerns here in Austin is whether or not in any of these music clubs can make it through. It's not like they have some huge reserve of cash. Yeah. Um, so anything in, in live entertainment and experiences like dining, travel, uh, really need some cash injections from, from their best supporters and fans, whether it's takeout or whether uh, you can socially distance inside the restaurant now. Um, we've done that a few times and felt safe, and it seems... Um, as good as sitting on the porch at times, depending on the restaurant. So uh, let's let's move on to our next topic, which is um, uh, <clears throat> Charlotte's Web, the the big uh, CBD player, the hemp business, um, is now a certified B corporation. And the reason I want to bring this up is uh, I believe there's about 1,600 certified B corporations now. And B corporations, um, if you're not familiar, uh, the, the idea started in 2006 in the B Corp community works toward reduced inequality, lower levels of poverty, a healthier environment, stronger communities, and the creation of high quality jobs with dignity and purpose. So um, purpose being uh, the key word there in our industry, Dan, we're hearing a lot of negativity about brand purpose. It doesn't mean this. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't work. I think it does. And that when you're talking about B Corps, you're really taking it to a whole different level. It's not marketing. It's, it's operations. Right. And it's even more than, let's say, a good housekeeping seal of approval. It's, you know, it's internal and external uh, processes in everything from supply chains to labor to, um, you know, the use of sustainable materials in, in production. Uh, I don't know how much awareness there are there is right now of B Corps. Uh, so I think that the idea of B Corps itself could use a little branding. Um, so I, and I also don't know how many people go looking for a B Corp product or a B Corp brand versus not really caring that much. But this is one of those ideas that's getting off the ground slowly and, and will probably build some momentum. Well, that's a great point you're making there, which is, does it make a difference at all to the customer um, from, from the marketing side, which is what we're interested in? We, we certainly would want it to. Um, now in Charlotte's Web's case, they're already uh, an industry leader in, in CBD products. Um, I, I think this probably for them is important and would lead some people to prefer uh, to purchase from them, say, over another company that they don't you know, know much about. Um, when, you, when you have the B Corp label, I agree with you that, that that should be explained further and people should know more about it. Um, I can make certain assumptions safely about Charlotte's Web and any other B Corp, which is, oh, they care about the right things. Are they perfect? Are they executing perfectly? I highly doubt it, because who is? We're all humans. 
but setting the bar that high is important. And, and so I think this is an important step and it's just another area where we could talk about not just brand purpose, but, but why companies are in business clearly to make money, but there's more to it than that. And, and the B Corp's a great expression of that. Um, lastly today, Dan, uh, speaking of making money and the need to make money, um, the beloved Kansas City Chiefs will be taking the field this evening uh, <laughs> in Kansas City at Arrowhead, and they're going to allow about 20,000 people into that stadium. Comment? Well, you know, it's good for them. I hope that they can, they can enforce uh, any and all safety regulations that will help. Um, of course, it, you know, being the Chiefs just came off a Super Bowl run, I'm sure there'll be a lot of people tailgating before and uh, probably without masks and with beer in hand. We'll see. Uh, you know, we're going to, you know, I've been watching HBO's Hard Knocks, um, which is their, their preview of the season that they have this behind the scenes documentary. And the NFL has done a pretty good job of keeping their teams safe, keeping the players safe, especially in, in group situations and, and practices. We're just going to have to see what happens when teams start traveling, teams start bringing in fans. And I don't know. It's going to, I don't know how safe it's going to be. None of us do. Uh, I will say that uh, this is a valuable franchise as they all are. And as the colleges are, they are trying to create uh, a new reality by which fans must, uh, you know, go along with or else not be allowed to, you know, enter the stadium or stay in the stadium. And they, um, if you go to the chiefs.com or, or look at their social, uh, on Twitter, they have they have a, a little video that says the new normal at Arrowhead Stadium. It, I'm going to cut it, but it, it 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 goes on like that, and it shows uh, a sequence of uh, video uh, segments where you see um, all the safety measures, the zoning. They're going to keep people in zones, which means you have to park in a zone and you have to go to the bathroom in a zone and sit in a zone and get a hot dog in a zone. <laughs> um, so you can't, so they're trying to say you can't, uh, let's not cross contaminate these groups. Um, so they're, they're really trying to think of everything. And I, I think when you really consider that, I'm thinking about some of the teams, some of the football teams in the Big Ten, for instance, who are not playing right now. And you were to say, for instance, to the citizens of Nebraska, will you abide by these measures? If you will, we will play football. I, I have to think that people would be ready to step up and abide by the measures. It's really kind of a communications problem. Yeah, I hope you're right. I don't know that you are, but uh, <laughs> you know, we've had six months to get ready for moments like this, and you see how objection, how much objection people have had to some of the, even the most basic of uh, ideas of social distancing and mask wearing and whatnot. So, inject beer into the mix. Inject uh, a real social experience like watching a football game or going to a football game. I, I, I'm not as confident in that. I, I agree with you as far as the impulse, what I'm trying to 
pause it and think through is because the Chiefs are so important to the Chiefs fans and the Huskers are so important to the Huskers fans, it, it, it really is this black and white thing. You abide by these rules and we'll play football. You don't, we won't. Yeah, and I think that uh, that'll be tested. It'll be yeah. tested. <laughs> well, I'll be watching tonight. It'll be interesting. <laughs> so will I, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Dan, thank you for this chat, this ad chatter. Uh, it's always great to hear from you and what you're thinking about. Uh, yeah, thanks, David. These days. Absolutely. And friends and colleagues, thank you for tuning in. We're on iTunes now and we're going to continue to uh, populate the podcast across the systems and the frameworks and the platforms and all those great things. So thank you for tuning in and we will be back soon with another ad chatter. Bye-bye. Sponsored by Large Mountain in Omaha, Nebraska. Engineered by Dan Goldgeier in Seattle, Washington.